Brothers and sisters, friends and comrades, welcome to the PRC Show. I'm your host, Paul Robert Cooley, and thank you for listening. Today's show, we're going to talk about uh, food, uh, buffets, and how they're good or bad. Um, mostly bad, I think, but, uh, you know, um, there's a discussion there worthy of having. And uh, we do have a guest. Our guest today is Josh Ferris, a good friend of mine and a guy that does stuff in Philadelphia and travels around. Um, you know, this whole conversation about food and uh, buffets got me thinking about what I, how I really changed my eating and how I used to eat, um, you know, I guess like a teenager up until my mid-20s and then I started to eat healthy. And how my parents, and I think generally people um, born prior to the... I guess my age, people maybe in their 50s and 60s, when they were in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, might not have been thinking about um, eating healthy. Particularly as a nurse, I see a lot of these uh, fats in the hospital. But uh, that was sort of the trend. Now there's a more, uh, you know, conscious effort to eat healthy. I mean, my parents, and uh, I think you'll hear even Josh mention this, is we were obviously going to crappy buffets. Um and how different would I have been if I was uh, 30 in 1980? I don't know if I'd be as uh, conscious about eating good food. I think uh, the times do play a role in that. Um, anyways, uh, our show today is sponsored by, as I always mention, uh, the show is sponsored by all the books that I own that I haven't read yet. And uh, since the theme today is a little bit of food, the, bu- the book uh, that w- we're sponsored by is Peter Kropotkin's The Conquest of Bread. Introduction by George Woodcock. I'm sure um, most of you know who Peter Pr- uh, Kropotkin is. He was the uh, uh, 19th century uh, anarchist. And I guess into the 20th century, he died right around the Russian Revolution time. But um, as we all know, he was a, a Russian prince, which is kind of interesting. He was a Russian prince, yet he was like an anarchist uh, theoretician. Um, and uh, he wrote a book called The Con- Conquest of Bread. And I think this is a maybe some silly ideas on how to create a more egalitarian society and how things could be structured. I don't know. I never read it. Um, The back says, you know, uh, presents the clearest statement of Kropotkin's anarchist social doctrines. Um, It possesses a lucidity of style not often found in books on social themes. Um, You know, frankly, it's only 214 pages and the print's pretty big. I probably could crank this out, but uh, I'm not sure how much a uh, 19th century prince anarchist can speak to me today. Um, you know, this guy did, uh, he was around to see the Russian Revolution happen, and he did get a kind of decent f- uh, funeral by the uh, Bolsheviks, even though he was opposed to them. I mean, I think he had some sort of, you know, this is a good thing, but they're too authoritarian, and, uh, um, you know, he wasn't executed by them. I think he died in uh, 1918 or something, and um, Lenin was like, ah, oh, he was a good chap type of deal. Um, all right, so uh, that's who our sponsor is. If if anyone wants to read this book and let me know how it is, uh, pick it up at your used bookstore or whatever. Um, I'm sure you could probably even get a free PDF of this online. There's probably a lot of anarchists out there that are um, promoting this book. Although, frankly, I don't think they are. I don't think they read much of actually the old classics. I think that's one of the problems. But um, read it. Uh, let me know how it is. You can email the show at prcshow at gmail.com, prcshow at gmail.com. Okay, um, let's get to our conversation with Josh Ferris about buffets. Hello, 
So tell me about where you. Why were you at the Golden Corral recently? I was. I was. Did you, you and Sam go there? Myself. You want me to introduce myself? Oh yeah. Who are you again? Hi, my name is Josh Ferris. Okay, and you work at a law firm in Philly. <laughs> I work in Philadelphia, but I do not work for a law firm. Okay. So. um... I have not. I have not been to Golden Corral in in years and years. It was like I don't know. My family took me there all the time as a kid. And here's the thing. I have like very fond memories of like buffets. I you know, and I have very fond memories of the Golden Corral. It was like all you can eat soft serve. They had like a ham station. They had all the macaroni. It was awesome. And Did I, you say ham station? Yeah, they had a ham station, like a whole ham, and there was like a guy cutting it, slicing it for you. Right, and I just like remember loving it. And I loved Ponderosa. Oh, I remember Ponderosa. I remember Ponderosa because the little hams that you put on your salad that were like cut up into little tiny yes. little cubes. Yeah, they're it's yes, yeah. Was, I remember that. I, hey, can I? I'll, on a, I'll tell you about this. I knew a guy. His name was Adam, who would go and he was a very picky eater. But this is what he would eat every time at Ponderosa. He would go get a bowl, fill it with those little ham cubes. <laughs> and then pour the nacho cheese, melted cheese, over the top of it and go eat it. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of sodium. If you had a sodium deficiency, that would be that would be a good... Can you imagine? Yeah. Yes, that's, that's what that guy did. It was so insane. Did he have really bad skin? I would imagine he had bad skin from that. I, I, don't, I don't recall. I, 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 yeah. I, I, he's like some sort of um, Eastern religion fanatic now, like out in L.A., um, so was he, was he somebody he, from Northwest Ohio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew him in Northwest Ohio. And you still get in contact with him? No, not really. Facebook, you know. Um, but he, so here's the reason why Golden Corral's on my mind right now. If you have not been following the news, which you clearly haven't, I'll fill you in. But yesterday on the internet, some kid posted a video about like how Golden Corral was storing like raw meat out by the dumpster. Hmm. And and it was like the meat they were serving people, and so and it popped up on Reddit, right? And so now on Reddit, there's a whole subreddit on uh, about Golden Corral. Wait, wait, right? hold on, go back, go back. So the store was was what they just didn't have space or something, or yeah, or they say it was. Um, I, I they say that like an inspector came not like a state inspector but like a golden corral inspector inspector a like golden a corral inspector i like that yeah like the regional manager stopped in and their like kitchen was like so nasty they were like oh shit we gotta hide this um oh sorry anyway um and so they like went and just like set it all out by the dumpster before the days uh, you know before the day started and, and so, they didn't throw it. Why wouldn't they throw it away? I, I don't know. Well, I think it's like they wanted to cook it still. <laughs> you, you know, but it, it's like they didn't, I don't know, because there's something about it. It was like all-you-can-eat rib day, but they didn't have enough space in their freezer. Yeah, and it's not like people are getting like a medium well or a rare steak. There People like to eat it that. They want it well done. So anything's yeah. going to be killed anyways, frankly. So this, so here's where, so if you want to read more about this, go to www.reddit.com slash r slash golden corral and you can read all about this but now people are saying this sort of the whistleblower the golden corral whistleblower yeah he he actually like doesn't care and that he's just like uh he has like an axe to grind because they like cut his hours 
And so he actually set all this food out by the dumpster and, like, took a video of it. But, and it's just, like, really wild because... And he still works there. uh, I don't think anymore, but I think he did as of that day. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Um, And here's the thing. I actually... I, did like, you eat at a Golden Corral? Did you eat at one recently? N- no, I did not. I did not. But here's the thing that that sort of is like this is why this is emotionally complicated for me is that like Golden Corral, it's like I just assumed deep down in my brain that they always did that. I just assumed all of this stuff was coming out of a dumpster. So <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. true. Yeah, Golden Corral, right? This is garbage they're feeding you. Yeah, you kind of think when you eat in a place like that that this is the stuff that wasn't good for regular restaurants. Like that, right. that, that, like the the way the whole corporate food thing works is like okay, the good stuff goes to like Hyde Park and Ruth's Crisp and all that, and then you, McDonald's gets their whatever stuff, and then the stuff that like you know really shouldn't be eaten, um, you know, by anybody of any sort of uh, that has standards, it goes to the Ponderosas and the Golden Corrals. That's right. No. And that's why they have to cut up those hams in the little cubes because they could never serve that piece of ham in a big, you know, thing because no one would eat it. it yes, absolutely right. And it's probably and to be honest, Adam probably knew it best that the ham was still disgusting and once you just go to the nachos yeah, and shovel it down. Yeah. But, yeah. But I mean for me that that was like it's just like I always knew this, but I don't want to see pictures of it because I deep down sort of love buffets. I mean, I haven't, I, I have not been to a Golden Corral in ages. I can probably tell you the last two buffets I went to. I went to a Chinese buffet about two years ago, and before that, maybe about 2006 or beginning of 2007, I went with uh, a comrade of mine to a Ponderosa. Um, yeah, see, I, 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 um, I went to a, uh, there was a, ch- when I used to work in West Virginia, it was Slim Pickens on uh, good quality food, and there, there was a couple good places in West Virginia, and I traveled all over the state, but there was a uh, Chinese buffet that, it was off of 79 somewhere, and uh, in between Morgantown and Fairmont, that I would go, and the thing that I always thought was actually quality, that was good, was um, the green beans. I would get like a plate of green beans because basically they just were maybe a little bit too oily and salty, but sure. but they were still crunchy and they were like yeah. not cooked and so it was like I feel like I was getting some nutrition and I would just like I mean I would eat definitely some crap but then I would I would supplement it with some rice and some whatever that Chinese tangy sweet sauce you know they yeah, it wasn't yeah, heavy right. though it was never like you know it it still had a pretty good uh, taste to it I mean it still had a good health bit to it. No, I think it's like you – I mean, here's the difficulty, right? It's like you can, at these buffets, like navigate into something that's slightly healthy, right? What, like if you – but it's like it's so – you're like, oh. What about no. corn, like the city, like sitting in like watery butter? Is that okay? Yeah. No, I mean, whatever. It's it's. Here's the thing, right? It's bad for you. It's less bad for you than ham cubes. <laughs> You know, ham cubes, yeah. So it's yeah. sort, you know, it's like I think you can. I mean, you can lean on the green salad bar pretty heavily if you want, but but that's actually also where I think of like the uh, the the dirty people getting sick and chi cheese and whatever oh. the green onions. You know what I mean? Like what people washing their hands. You go with those salads and it's like I just imagine there's a lot of fecal material around there. You know what I mean? Oh no, people are no I. 
they're like covered in feces. <laughs> and I'm not just saying from the employees, but then from like the people that come in and they like are touching shit. I mean, there is some, you know, real uh, dirty looking people when you go into those places. It, it, oh, oh, yeah, no, I mean, they're gross. And they sit, and I guess according to the subreddit on Golden Corral in Wyoming, there were 200 cases of food poisoning. Oh, wow, that's, and, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? I don't, I don't know if that's true, but I'm, you know. I'm well, I mean, there was a recently, that, that stuff happens. I mean, there was a, this is a completely different subject, but those mud runners, people that, you know, they're running the mud. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, it's like a sort of like, I'm so tough, I can run. Yeah, well, a bunch of people did that, uh, where was it, around Chicago, I'm not sure where it was. Um, No, it was up in Detroit, and they got norovirus, which is a very intense, nasty GI bug, so people were probably just throwing up and had massive explosive diarrhea. But you're running and and dipping into these, like, mud puddles, it just is a a luxury hotel for bacteria. What's that? How did and how did it it got in there? Like what in their GI track? Well, yeah, because like these people are just um, they. How did it get up there? Wait a minute, and the GI track is like the the pee, right? <laughs> no, your GI track is like everything from your mouth to your anus. Oh, to your pee. oh so God. like yeah, so, so mud was good. Mud that probably mud that probably gets in your mouth or your eyes or or whatever any orifice, and there's you know the, these like cesspools <gasps> of water, and then all like there was like eighty people that got um. This is very very bad buck. But let me ask you something. Have yeah. you, um, when you would go to these uh, buffets in the last five years, what was the kind of thing, like what was your safety food? Like mine was the green beans. Was there sort of a thing that you'd be like, okay, I can do this. Like what was it that you were? Um, you know, I'm trying to think. Uh, at the Ponderosa, I think it was the green salad stuff. At the Chinese buffet, here's, here. I didn't really have one. I think, I don't know. I probably had a lot of rice, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't, but it's like, I didn't go, like, literally, I haven't, you know, it, I can think of two moments where I went to these things, um, so I don't really remember a good safety food. I mean, here's the thing where I want to splurge on, it's like, it's not a safety food, but it's like macaroni and cheese, I love that stuff. Yeah. It's like, I don't really cook it for myself in my house, so it's like, what, I can eat as much as I want, and it's like, that's probably not that poisonous. Yeah, I vividly remember when I was a kid, um... When I would go to Ponderosa, I would go with my cousin who was uh, he was my age. So we were around like I don't know ten or so. And um, when you'd go to the ice cream thing, you know how you mm-hmm. put the ice cream in the thing. Well, every time, and, and I'm I, th- I still think it's funny to this day, but you like get the chocolate ice cream, and like when it comes out, it looks like shit, <laughs> and you put it in your bowl, <laughs> and then you go back to the table, and everyone would just like be laughing, even the adults, because you know poop is funny. But <laughs> but uh. You know, it, it, I think it actually prohibited uh, my cousin from getting chocolate ice cream. But I didn't care. I liked chocolate ice cream at the time. Yeah. You know, he just didn't want it to look like that. Because, you know, he would have to clean up his dog shit. So, um, But, uh, you know, just do you remember those ham cubes. And the bacon bits, too. I liked yeah. putting the bacon bits in ham. And the salad really became I, just a meat. I think bacon bits are now, like, sort of more ubiquitous in culture. Like, growing up, like, we didn't have that stuff in my refrigerator. Like, salads were, like, iceberg lettuce and tomato. Like, there was no, like, the decadence of salad had not started yet. But now it's like I walk into my parents' house and there's, like, a big old thing of bacon bits in the refrigerator. Yeah, is there bacon bits, though? Is that, like, more chemicals? Because I think the bacon bits also are, like, more of a... You know, a Mark Bittman, you know, New York Times writer would be like, you know, you you, you make your bacon on Sunday, then you, like, uh, crinkle up some of the leftovers and then sprinkle it in different parts of your meal yeah, for the rest of the week. I'm sure it's all fake. 
yeah, what my parents are eating. There's just probably like meat, substance, gel gelatinous meat that's got hardened and just a bunch of salt. Because that's really it's, bacon it's, is, it's like salt. It's basically one step lower than the food they serve at Golden Corral is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, but they, they live in a very, they live in a whole county that's like a food desert, so it's hard for them to do it. they gotta yeah, make, they got to make it as their it. own. But, so. um... All right. Well, um, I guess I'll let you get back to work then. Uh, okay. Any any other th any other final thoughts on buffets? Wait, let me just ask you this. Yeah. Sure. Is there um, this uh, is there any gourmet buffets? Can we think of any? Cause you know, I think out in Vegas, I hear about them. Yeah, I hear about people say like, oh, I went to the buffet at the Bellagio, and it was like really nice. You know what? I was hungover when I went to the buffet at the place I when I was in Vegas, and I thought it was I thought it was definitely not like a Golden Corral, but I don't think it was nice. But what about those places? It's like um, where you make your own sort of. Would you consider that a buffet? Like the it's like the Middle Eastern. Um, oh, what the hell is it called? Um, it's like you pick all your food and then you give it to them and they. Uh, oh yeah, flat top grill and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Where they and they chop it off. I don't know if that's a buffet because you only get. I guess you do get a go. I mean that's different. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, sure, that can be a buffet. It's a not, it's a, like a step up. I sort of, you know, I, I take that back. There used to be this this Turkish buffet. So they had a Sunday brunch buffet I would go to in New York City, and that was like really good because it was like clearly it was like they made the hummus, they made the baba ganoush, they made the whatever, all the stuff. So that was like. You know, you didn't feel like an animal when you went up to right. the trough it, and eat. That was like you like sort of went up to these like sort of, you know it was like nice food set out and stuff like that. So I guess brunches, Br you know, I think if brunch buffets. Indian nice. buffets too are good. Indian buffets yeah. are solid. Except the Indian buffet that you and I know from the University of Pittsburgh was recently just cited for health code violations. India buffet or India Garden. Yeah, and, and the other one around where I used to live was cited, and I would still go in it. They had a posted sign. Oh, I, would still I remember go in it. the one on um, Bomb. Yeah. Is that, was it, or whatever? You know what, I got someone coming to my door, so uh, I'm going to have to go. But I think we okay. can summarize that uh, most buffets are bad, and some are, but some are good. Yeah, but some are good. All, All right. right, later. Bye. Okay, that's the show. I hope you guys liked it. Um, and Adam, the guy that's into Eastern religion, uh, please email the show. I'd like to hear if you still eat the ham cubes with cheese on it. PRCshow at gmail.com. Um, you know, I do have a hankering for some of those green beans, too. Uh, I haven't had any in a while, so...